You take an ancient dinosaur god and some toxic waste. You get a monster who stomps around and tries to eat your face. You take some kaiju media, some assholes and a mic. You get a podcast that'll make you rethink your whole life. So come watch Godzilla with Podzilla, king of the casters with NBN Brandon and Jasper, who's a dog. So how much of that Taylor Swift kaiju song do you think we could get away with playing without getting obliterated, like out of existence, no more Podzilla? Lawyers up our ass. One letter. <laughs> you can just hear, ah, and then that's it. And then they, they found us. Okay. And we're dead. We're dead in the water. We're dead in the water. Come on. Producer Jasper, who's a dog, is uh, yelping away. Uh, I'm your host, MB Nightingale. And I'm your other host, Brandon. That is our other host, Brandon. Uh, and oh, goose. Okay. Just had to bring up something very kaiju related in our non kaiju series we're doing right now. Motherfucking Vagar is a Godzilla with wings. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> fucking. And Vagar shows up in these. Uh, we're doing episodes, uh, what was it? Five through seven. Yeah. Yeah. I, I miswrote it. <laughs> Five through seven. And Vagar is. Heavily present in episode six, or especially seven. Yeah. Vague, I, my fucking, I love Vagar. I'm really happy they they showed up. I was waiting for Vagar at the time when these were coming out, like weekly, for six weeks. Because <laughs> Vagar is pr- like in the first trailer of House of the Dragon. <laughs> Doing a little fly. And I'm like, when's that going to happen? And it happened. In episode six. Every time Vagar's not on screen, all the other characters should be Yo, asking, where's Vagar? <laughs> Chekhov's Vagar. <laughs> I fucking, oh, I love, I, yeah, I'll get into that when we get into the dragon stuff. Um, but yeah, so we're talking about House of the Dragon episodes five through seven. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to start with, um, you know, it's been a while since we've recorded the first four. Uh, and you know, you just rewatch, I rewatched them and then Barrett watched them. How'd you, what'd you think about these episodes compared to the original four? Now's the time to drop my hot take. Okay. House of the Dragon. Uh-huh. Is currently better mm-hmm. than peak Game of Thrones. Than peak Game of Thrones? Yes. Better than I'm talk, better than season three and four Game of Thrones. It is currently better than that. Really? Yeah. Okay. What makes it you has move? bettered the call of the Saul as far as prequel shows go. Really? Okay. So what makes you so? Okay, that's a tall order. Full spoilers for the original Game of Thrones material, by the way. We do not shy away from that. So hopefully if you're watching House of the Dragon, you probably have watched Game of Thrones, most likely. Very weird not to. Yeah. So I wonder what, so what in these, was it specifically during like these five through seven moment? I think it was, yeah, definitely during five through seven, uh, I really cemented the show for me. Mm-hmm. Especially episode six and seven. The time jump just does this show a lot of favors. But I think there's something that I noticed about it that really... So, yeah. George, 
You know, sometimes, George, committing to a time jump might actually <laughs> have been in the better interest of the storytelling. Oh, damn it. <laughs> that poor, that poor fucker. Yes. But, uh, but yeah, so I... It's all about the North. The North would have fucked it all up. That's the hard part. It feels weird for, like, for how much faster this show goes through time compared to Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. it feels weird that this is the one that actually has the time to tell more intimate stories, it feels like. Oh, it, like I have a, I think I have a reasoning for that. Like, when we talk... We'll talk about more when we're going through episode synopses, but mm-hmm. the see the scene of Alicent trying desperately to get someone to cut out a child's, a child's eye. eye is so small scale in comparison to Game of Thrones, and and it is the best scene in all of the Game of Thrones uh, as media uh, as like viewing media uh universe not the best thing out like the books but like the best thing between the show game of thrones and house of the dragon so far is that scene it is a fucked scene yeah so i i okay i don't i don't think so far that house of the dragon is better than peak game of thrones is specifically because i haven't rewatched game of thrones for obvious reasons is I wouldn't be interested in seeing specifically watching three and four about comparing it to this. The, the one reason of the, the is reason that Brandon's that popped afraid up. of boobies. So. <laughs> ah, no! And those early seasons, they got a lot of them. Oh, no! <laughs> but the um, the thing I, the thing that, like, light bulb came up when you're like, oh, I think that, I think a reason for that is House of the Dragon so far has literally only been fucking, like, I'm, uh, this is for visual folks, I'm just doing a little circle around King's Landing, Driftmark, and Dragonstone. Yeah. The whole show has been here. <laughs> oh, there's a little Pentos. There's a little... Yeah, Pentos is here. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, like, I think that... I think the fact that they're dealing with a smaller-scale thing where it's literally... It's just Targaryens and that area around King's Landing. I think that because of that... I think it was a very good decision in this first season to focus entirely on like these two these two groups of family, like this whole family. Cuz you could like I could imagine a worse version of this show that's like, well we need the Starks in these first few episodes, you know? Yeah. So they they send north and like What's Cregan Stark up to? And he's just kind of hanging out, and he's like, "Oh, winter's coming." Oh. I got two dates to the prom. <laughs> Whoa! Like, like actually, I would love that. <laughs> I would love that if Game of Thrones, if House of the Dragon, mm-hmm. took the time to have. Let's say, let's say it's Jason Lannister uh-huh. has a plot line in which. Oh my. <laughs> In which he invites two girls to the Heron Hall ball. <laughs> Are we saying that this is like an episode of Sweet Life with Zack and Cody with Jason Lannister and his twin brother? <laughs> That's it. So at first Jason is trying to go between dates, like, but he's realizing, oh, the charade is almost up. So he gets, so he puts a wig on his brother. You got to cover yeah. for me, bro. Oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> 
I he know was... you're always the older one by two minutes. <laughs> yeah, I am in your life. You are God. So I, I think that's I think that's a good reasoning. Is yeah. it so like Game of Thrones is a wide scoping thing. There's like ten different plot lights happening at the same time in that show. So House Dragon still has multiple plot points, but it's laser focused on this group of people. Yeah. So I think that has been an advantage for it. Because like I said, with all these time jumps, I don't think you can make the cast bigger. <laughs> like, it's already like, oh, okay, they recast Aegon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now it's this guy. All right. <laughs> like, there's already a good amount of that. But um, yeah, I, I think these, the first four episodes are good. Mm-hmm. Six and seven, particularly what post-time jump, are like the great stuff really happens. Yeah. Where it's like, oh shit, Rhaenyra's an adult, she has her own kids. Oh, the fucking one-take scene of her forcing herself to oh, walk God. right after giving birth to the To the queen. baby Joffrey. Yeah, to the queen, just so she can be petty. <laughs> yeah. The whole fucking way up, it's all one yeah. shot. God. Beautiful stuff. Like, I think... I am excited to get to these uh, these next three episodes after this for the end of the season yeah. with things. So, yeah, I think overall thoughts are this. This show's proven to be great stuff, and I I think that due to the fact the source material is finished and what they're showcasing here, yeah, I think the show is it's very it's a good like chance that's going to be better than Game of Thrones in the total because it's all about how you land the ending. <laughs> so with that in mind, I think. Uh, I want to get into what that dragon do, because <laughs> we have some new dragons that show up in this. Yeah, the there's a pink with wings. <laughs> the pink dread, baby. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So the pink dread is a pot-bellied pig, about 500 pounds. <laughs> I would Listen, say, I want give or I take want 15 to, to 18 months. <laughs> I want someone to ride the pink dread into battle. Yes. <laughs> What if the pink? What if that's how the season pays off? It's like we're all out of dragons. We got one more, and then it's just—it's the fucking the twink with the cane is on top. Is on top. Larys Strong is yeah. riding a pig. Yeah, he like gets on. He's like, what? You can't ride the pig. The road ends there. Where we're going, we, <laughs> we don't, don't need roads. roads. And it jumps and it flies. And it's, it's little cardboard wings <laughs> flap enough to get to the other side. And then the whole the whole issue, the whole the whole thing that Larry Strong has to has to settle in his mind is that you can only bond with one dragon. So that's it. <laughs> He's got the pig, and that's it. Yeah. That's his pig, baby. <laughs> Sorry, so. <laughs> So what that dragon do? Yeah. So the new dragons, there aren't that many new dragons that show up in these next few episodes. The biggest one is Vagar. Mm-hmm. Both in terms of plot relevance yeah. and the size of Vagar. So if you weren't folks, if you weren't aware who like what Vagar's backstory is, Vagar, so Aegon the Conqueror came, you know, came from Dragonstone, conquered the rest of Westeros with his two sister wives, Visenya and Rainies? When you say sister wives, do you mean uh, do you mean both senses in that they are both they're both, both his, his wi- sister and his wives? Okay, so literally both sen- like sister wives is in did, wa- 
polygamy, but Sister Wives is an incest as well. Yes. <laughs> so, he came ashore with, uh, maybe I'm getting the other one's name wrong, Rhaenys or something, his other sister. But Visenya rode Vagar, that dragon. So, Vagar is, so it was, uh, three dragons came with Aegon and his sister wives. Vagar, Balerion, and... I don't remember the name of the third dragon, but that one tragically died when they tried to conquer Dorne. Oh. So, Vagar is like a war veteran grandma dragon. <laughs> She's super old. She's like 100-something years old. Like upper hundreds, like 170, 180-something. So, Vagar is huge. Because the thing about dragons is that in, like, you know, Game of Thrones, Songwise, and Fire stuff, they never stop growing. They just keep growing as long as you're alive. So Vagar is the biggest one because both she isn't really tamed in the dragon pit. She kind of just flies around. Yeah. And she's, like I said, fucking ancient, like 170 years old. So she's the last of the big three from the Aegon the Conqueror generation. Yeah. So because of that, I, compared to Game of Thrones, you know, the dragons in Game of Thrones, Daenerys' three dragons, they all look very similar. To me, like I can't, like I okay, we know Drogon, we can tell that guy apart, but the other two are very like. Can he? Close. I can't. I think well, in the fact that like season <laughs> five ish, you know, Drogon was yeah. the one flying around rogue kind of thing, okay. personality wise. I think you can tell Drogon apart by the end of the series <laughs> because he's the because he one. was the only political extremist who burned down the throne. Yeah. <laughs> Dro- Drogon is a. A anarchist or just a pyro anarchist? <laughs> capitalist, maybe. I don't know. Get maybe. rid of the get rid of the get monarchy, rid of the monarchy put in the free market. The bourgeois rises. So what I was trying to say is that compared to Game of Thrones and how they do things, I love that House of the Dragon leans into all these dragons have different looks. Yeah. Like even from the silhouette, you're like, that's Vagar, that's uh Rhaenyra's dragon is Syrax. Like, we know Syrax. We can tell Caraxes because he's a fucking freak. <laughs> he's got, like, wings on his lower legs and all yeah. that. Like, I love Caraxes. Like, that design for him. So I really like how and the... And, of course, we can tell the pink dread apart. Exactly. The, even by the silhouette. <laughs> when he's blazing across the sky. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I love that... I'm going to make the pink dread the new hot pie. <laughs> The pink dread coming in hot. <laughs> so, um... So... And remember when Game of Thrones had an entire episode that's point was, Brienne runs into Hot Pie again. <laughs> you thought Hot Pie was gone, but he's back, baby. He's hot and ready to pie. God. <laughs> Do you think Hot Pie survived the long night? <laughs> How far south was he? Did he make his it? His pies keep him warm. <laughs> Duh. Doy. You, you fucking idiot. <laughs> he just created a temple, of, a little a little cachet of pies. Steaming pies to keep him warm throughout the whole long winter. <laughs> He's doing great. He's fine. He does, in fact, bake with Valyrian steel pans. So... <laughs> Could you cook a pie in a Valyrian steel pan? <laughs> serve it 
to a white to a white walker and would the pie kill them? Oh no, it's microvalerian steel. <laughs> uh, my own weakness. I was about well, I the same you were way gonna... that like if you cook food in different types of pans, it tastes different. Like is the will the Valyrian steel? It's an assassination attempt <laughs> to do that. I'd be interested. I thought you were gonna go with can if you bake a pie with Valyrian steel, is it Lightbringer? <laughs> is it the prince that was promised? <laughs> Born among salt and smoke. <laughs> God, okay, back on track. Um, those are the dragons. The new dragons we see is Vagar. Caraxes is that looks about the same. But Vagar's introduction is fucking lovely for me because I love that. Like this is an intergeneration thing. Vagar is like I said, like an old timey nanny war dragon. Like this yeah. dragon. A lot of the younger dragons haven't really had much war experience. Like, Cyrax is just kind of hanging out in the dragon yeah. pit. Vagar tried to conquer Dorne multiple times. <laughs> like, people on Vagar tried to do that. So I think that's his important thing to keep in mind, is that Vagar is like a fucking war veteran dragon. So, something the interesting I want to talk about with the plot. Yeah. This, is, this might not be really applicable until we get to episode... Uh, Six. Uh-huh. The show is promising you that Rhaenyra's children are going to die instantly, mm. based on the fact that we that they do not have her blonde hair. We know they cannot be actual players because we know that the blonde, the signature blonde hair of the of the Targaryen family. Mm-hmm. persists. So those children mm-hmm. are gonna die. Probably at Aemon's hands. At some point. That kid that kid's got hands. <laughs> when he just punched that girl, it was funny as fuck. <laughs> I, I think that Okay, I think we should get into plot uh plot stuff and then yeah. I can get more into that. About a change the show has made compared to the books that kind of makes that more of a thing. In ter- like terms of... Oh, um, did they... Did her... Was it less obvious that they are not the sons of... Of a... Lenor? Of a black man, yes. Were those very, very waspish children? <laughs> Let's get to the... Okay, when we get to the episode six, we'll talk about it. Episode five. We Light the Way is the name of episode the, five. The final of the... Uh, a, like, of the child lead. Yeah, the child lead. Or leads. not child lead. But like teenage Allison and Rhaenyra. Yeah, actresses are like 22, but still, yeah. yeah but like, like the younger version. Yeah. Of the ones who look disturbingly young for the things that happen. Yeah, Rhaenyra looks 12. Yeah. She's got a very young face. Yeah. So, um, yeah, in the We Light the Way episode, so this is the final, this is episode five. So we, we start with... Uh, what can only be described as Damon in the Veil with a Kermit hood. <laughs> and um, Lady, his lady, his wife, Lady Rail Royce. Yeah, we meet her and she's, oh, and you're like, oh, she's, wow, she's got a lot of personality. I'm sure she's going to be a long player. Here. <laughs> so he, she's like, hey, if you finally come to consummate the marriage bed, I heard some of our sheep are available. You're like, oh, she's sassy. So then, uh, Damon... And then he just spooks her, her horse. He goes, wah! He goes, what a And that And that's, like, 
enough that he could have just left her for dead. <laughs> and go and boo at a horse. <laughs> Kaboom! So the horse rears up, yeah. uh, falls on Rhea's like body, and like immediately paralyzes her. Yeah. And then she's basically, and then Damon picks up a big ass rock. Well, first he's gonna just leave her there, but then she's like, can't oh, yeah. even finish. It. Can't even finish the job. And you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> Even in a paralyzed state, she's like, fuck you. <laughs> so Damon picks up a big-ass rock, and I love the, what's that, match cut to a fish having its head cut off. Yeah. So the fish had its head cut off, and we reveal that we're now like, okay. I think it starts on a boat. Yeah, we start on a boat with uh, King Viserys, Rhaenyra, his daughter, and a bunch, you know, Lord Corlys, Kingsguard. Yeah, they're on they're their all on their way to um, High Tide. Yeah, or... Driftmark? It's they're two different places. Uh, why do they own so many castles? <laughs> Nick so, Cage owned four, and that got him in trouble with the IRS. <laughs> Where's the IRS? <laughs> the Westerosi IRS. So the um. No, the real world American IRS coming down on these guys. Yeah. That's how they got Capone. We could get Damon that way. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> So it's revealed in this little boat scene that Lord Lionel Strong is now Hand of the King. So we've yeah. seen that Otto's out, Lionel's in. Yeah. And during this, we can see, you know, Viserys is sick on the boat. He gets motion sick. He's like, oh my god, blah. So he's like, oh goodness. And then we're, uh, you know, they're on the boat because they're going and they make their way to high tide. Oh, also Viserys? Oh, no, wait, no, he doesn't look real fucked until the time jump. Yeah, he's he's looking not great. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not a withered husk yet. So, um, like, we where he is by, like, the end of the season, I watched this episode, and I'm like, he's looking great! Because <laughs> remember, I watched the rest of the show, yeah. they came back to this, and I'm like, yeah. he's not looking too bad. <laughs> he's, he's still, like, only missing, like, a couple fingers. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so what happens is they go to, they go to high tide because Viserys is like, shit, you know, political stuff. We've pissed off the Valerians. Yeah. Let's propose a marriage pact between my daughter, Rhaenyra, you know, okay. heir to the throne and his son, Laenor. So they go there and lay, you know, Corliss is kind of being coy with them, political stuff. Like, oh, I'm not going to meet you. You have to come to me. In my and then he immediately folds. He immediately goes, okay. Yeah. He's like, all right, I'm good. Yep. Yeah, marry my gay son. You're good. <laughs> uh-huh, you're good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. In Westeros, gay marriage is legal as long as it's between a gay man and a bisexual woman. <laughs> it's the only way. <laughs> oh. Gay by love wins. Only. <laughs> Only if they're not compatible. <laughs> Only if they're not compatible. So while this is going on, we get this, you know, marriage proposal thing. We see back in King's Landing, Allison's there. Yeah. And, you know, Laris is a little spy guy. And Otto basically gives this little speech to Allison before he leaves. It's like, yo, um, when Rhaenyra gets the throne... She's, you know, your sons are going to be a threat to her rule, so she's got to kill him. So he's like, hey, listen, I'm not the one provoking the conflict. I'm just saying that, like, Rhaenyra's going to do it first. Yeah. So we, you know, preemptive strike. And, like, 
her, her eldest son, Aemon... Aegon. Aegon would need a lot of protection, honestly. <laughs> like, uh, we're going to get to it, but uh, I'm pretty sure, like, a, a good breeze could take him out. <laughs> a good breeze on a particularly horny day? That's it. <laughs> A He's particularly just... hard chub, it's over. What if Doman just slipped? What if Doman was going to have a sad wank out the window and he just <sighs> slipped? <laughs> I heard this from one of my ancestors. <laughs> my tradition. <laughs> oh no, it's slick because Joffrey was there beforehand. Whoops. Oh god, from his previous outages. Okay, so <laughs> okay, so side note, I love all the sea decor in High Tide, like all the cool, weird yeah. sea stuff. Because Coral looks, is supposed to be the space sailor. It's like a red lobster. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to High Tide. Welcome to Red Lobster High Tide. Could I interest you in my cheddar biscuits? And don't talk to me about my gay son. He's gonna snap out of it any day now. <laughs> so. <laughs> Okay, I need to unpack what slogan. you just said. That's the whole slogan. Can I interest you in some <laughs> biscuits and don't oh. talk to me about my gay son? That's the slogan. <laughs> of, the high tide, of the high tide, yeah. High tide red lobster. Yeah, that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. <laughs> Corliss is the manager, but everyone on the lower end of it, you know, the employees and the rich, but they have to say that every time you come in. So they, you can have a he board. can only hire people with gay sons then. <laughs> it's a quite limited pool. <laughs> but he finds a way. Okay, so basically, um, alright, so you know, we see some auto, you know, auto leaves. Lair says, ooh, I'm a spy, I'm a spy guy. We get back to high tide. And what I um basically, you know, they're oh we'll do this marriage pack. So Rainier and Lane are walking on the beach, and Rainier is like, hey, you know. I know you're not, like, into girls, but, you know, we'll do this marriage pact for political reasons and then open marriage, question mark? They're still playing very coy with her sexuality in that, like, obviously, she likes sex with men uh, a lot, uh, but also, like, one, they've been, like, she clearly has a thing for Alice, had a thing for Allison, but mm-hmm. has grown a little toxic. Uh, some might say in the discourse, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but also like if you track her metaphor she's using, it does in fact imply that she, she likes women. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I was trying to follow the metaphor and it's like, is okay, she so to being a lesbian right now? What, like, that's kind of a reference... What they said is a paraphrase of a line in the in the Fire and Blood book, uh-huh. where one of the maesters says something like, "When it's t- they talk about oh how later probably was gay," yeah. uh, the maester had a quote where it's like, "Well, I don't always like fish, but I'll eat it if it's served to me," or something. And I feel like that that's a fucked up line. I feel like they were trying to paraphrase that in this or something. Is that Beesbury? Did Beesbury? It's not Beesbury. Beesbury did nothing wrong. <laughs> That was not Beesbury. Do maesters have sex? No. Why does every high-ranking <laughs> job in this fucking universe require no sex? No. This is a very no-fap no universe. No-fap forever. Like, you're either a... You're either royalty 
or one of the jobs that helps royalty that cannot have <laughs> sex. No way, Jose. No. It's like, so, I feel like so many of their problems would be solved if they were just like, okay, I feel like at least two of these three roles that can't have sex can have sex. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like the, the guy who teaches us stuff can probably <laughs> have put a his family. dick in something and not be a problem. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's propaganda. <laughs> He'll sleep with a Lannister, and then he'll teach us all about how the Lannisters were the right ones the whole time. <laughs> you can't trust him. Okay, so, back on the plot thing. Uh, you know, they had this conversation, and then it's revealed in the next shot that Lainor is, like, kissing, uh, I don't, it's Squire, his friend, Joffrey. Yeah. King, the Another night guy. So many Joffreys. There is. This is a good Joffrey. Oh, that's why he named the boy Joffrey! Yeah. Oh, that's that's why. Okay. So, I watched know. those episodes a couple of days apart from each other uh, because I was trying to pace it out a little more, uh, and yeah, it had escaped my mind. Yeah, why he would name the job? Yeah. So, anyways, um, you know, they have a little kiss, and they're like, "Hey, you know, it sucks because we figured, you know, we you'd be married off at some point for your claim and everything, but yeah. like." You know, this is relatively not a bad situation for us. Yeah. Rhaenyra's understanding, you know, you'll you'll do your duty, have a couple kids with her, and then, you know, we can we can be really the ones in love with each other long term. I'll be in your court, everything will be great. So that hap that's going on. And then back in King's Landing now, while this wedding stuff's getting prepared. Or first off, uh, Rhaenyra kind of brings the thing to Kristen Cole and is like, Hey, Lenor and I have an understanding. Do you do we want to keep this going, you know? And now Kristen Cole acquires something he has not yet had. A character trait. What? Jealousy stuff. Jealousy, yeah. Yeah, he's like, I'm not gonna be your whore. I don't know why my Christine Cole sounds like this. But <laughs> well, what happens before? Oi, oi, I'm not going to be your whore, governor. <laughs> the first thing he does is he has like this delusional fantasy that's like, oh, Rainier and I are going to run off together now. Yeah. Like, let, we're going to, you know, we're going to go across a ship to the to the east, to Essos. Yeah. And we'll have a nice little life there together. <laughs> and we'll get, you know, and something like, oh, you'll you'll dodge the throne. And then Rhaenyra's like, I'm the throne. I want this. Like, yeah. I want to be queen. Yeah. So Kristen's like, oh, how could you do this? Oh. And I think it's like, you know, Kristen, out of that one night stand kind of thing happening, I think Kristen gave up a lot more than Rhaenyra did. Yeah. Like, Rhaenyra, for Rhaenyra, you know, she's the princess. She can get away with that. Like, oh, I'm yeah. having sex with a guy. Great. Awesome. He's cute. Great. <laughs> for... Kristen's perspective. If you even allude to the fact that I've had sex out of marriage, my father will fucking kill you. Exactly. <laughs> so then for Kristen, it's like, oh shit. If Rhaenyra talks about this, I'm dead. If I talk about this, I'm dead. <laughs> so it's like, it's kind of a... If Beesbury talks about it, he's chill. He's he'll, chill. He'll he's good. <laughs> we can trust old Beesbury. <laughs> he buries them secrets. <laughs> Beesbury for president. Beesbury, boy. Beesbury. He's a bees boy. So. Tyrion Lannister just like, 
And who amongst us has a better story, story than Beesbury? Beesbury's <laughs> a white walker? Fuck it. Oh, no, he's just really old. The fucking Lakers, like, music starts playing. He just runs out of the hall. 180 years old? God, all right. Tra- no, he's Matt. a Benjamin Button, so he's like he's like ten. <laughs> God, all right. So a little back on track. Um, during this convert, this thing, you know, they get back to King's Landing, and Kristen reveals Allison is like, "Hey, she's trying to poke Kristen to be like, did she sleep with Damon? Did Rhaenyra sleep with Damon?" And then Kristen Gogol goes, "No, she slept with me." Like she reveals it, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" Um, this is a moment I didn't pick up until the rewatch. I'm like. Oh, Allison thinks she slept with both of them now. <laughs> oh, I didn't take... Huh. If you think about it, right? Oh, okay. Because those are separate things. Yeah. Because it's like... Because I think now in Allison's pr- perspective, she's like, she slept with Damon. She slept with Kristen Cole. Who knows? Who, and for Moonboy, for all we know. <laughs> like, do you get me, though? I'm like... Yeah, I get you now. I, I've, I felt... I. I connected that the second watch where I'm like, oh, it's not that she replaced that she slept with Damon for Cole. It's now that she thinks she slept with both. Ah. And I'm like, oh, dang, okay, that makes a little more sense. And to be fair to Allison, something I'm not going to do much, because <laughs> she is my least favorite character. Uh-huh. Uh, compelling performance from the actress. But to be fair to her, she kind of did. <laughs> Like she, did, she, she got did. like ninety nine hundredths with Damon. Like, like Dick was against vagina, <laughs> just not inside of it. So like, it's real close. It, it it's funny business. It's it, there were bases. There were a lot of bases <laughs> that were around it. The guy. Well, let's just say um, when the guy when the guy ran for home and slid down, it was disputed at first about whether he was out or not. Yeah, we'll say that. Uh, so that's going on. So it, you know, intensifies this jealousy Allison has for Rhaenyra. Uh didn't and then we have Viserys gives this this good king monologue I really like. Where he's kinda like, man, I wish I'd kind of been tested. Yeah. Dude, your whole life's a fucking test. Well, that's the thing I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. man, if only I had these challenges and you see like his whole family falling apart behind him. Yeah. Man, if if only I had something. <laughs> if only I had something to do, you know? Unfortunately, there's nothing. There's nothing to do. Yeah. Uh, so. so this monologue happens, and, you know, there's, like, Lionel Strong. I really, Lionel is, like, the only guy who's not in it for the game. Yeah. He's, like, just, like, yo, Viserys, like, I know you say that, but also, like, I, a lot of people who've had those challenges wish they had it. <laughs> So yeah. just oh, also, that, dude. Uh, Allison specifically asks about the. Uh, she specifically asks uh, Sir Kristen Cole about what he saw because her suspicions are renewed by uh, the twink with the cane. The the twink who's in, oh yeah, Lara Strong. <laughs> yeah, Lara Strong. Oh yeah, because he's like, oh, I saw her getting a tea. I wonder what's up with that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and so there's some... that guy is gonna be all good news, baby. Yeah. Uh, but... So then, what's going on? So you know, they have this kind of political intrigue things, and then we get to the wedding. The wedding's yeah. happening. So the you know, Viserys starts talking. 
And then Damon comes in unannounced. <laughs> yeah, and that's actually going pretty well. It's, it's Damon's keeping his chill. Damon? There's some weird psychosexual stuff going on between him and... Uh, oh, Bela? No, the, him the and... Valerian daughter? Him and Rhaenyra. Oh, yeah, him and Rhaenyra. But, uh... You know, he's back. It's a... You know, the whole court falls silent. It's a little awkward, but okay, they're getting on okay. But Allison hasn't shown up yet. Yeah, and then, uh, she... She shows up, uh... And at this moment, like, Allison does not beat the evil stepmother allegations. Yes. <laughs> she shows up late, bringing a mid-speech about the wedding. Yes. Uh, bringing, uh, where... Just bringing the whole room to a quiet as she marches in wearing the colors of war for, for Old Town. Yeah, for, uh, for House Hightower. Yeah. So, you know, they a little strong had that little line, you're like, oh, okay. So she, yeah. you know, it's like the it's like the trope of your like, you know, your mother-in-law wearing she, white at the yeah, wedding. Yeah, she wore white to the wedding. Yeah, except it's like this crazy intricate like green dress. And uh, it's like, whoa, awkward. But then yeah, everyone's dancing. And remember, she goes to Rainier, she goes, stepdaughter. <laughs> and you're like, oh, snap. Yeah. But yeah, so everyone gets to dancing. And then, uh, so, uh, Lenore. Oh, Lenore. Lenore's, uh, side piece, he, uh. Yeah, Joffrey. Joffrey is, like, an idiot. Uh. Yeah, she, he didn't really read the room. Because he, so yeah, he, he goes he up like, to Kristen. He, yeah, he figures out that it's Kristen who's the, uh, who's the other side piece. Mm -hmm. And he, like, is going, like. Hey, bro! What's hey. up? Let's, you know, we we're can make this work. We're both fucking royalty! Woo. Woo! Yeah, we're fucking royalty in this great. And then Kristen and so has, Kristen, like, uh, a fight-or-flight reaction. In which he murders this man. Beats him to death. Like, his face turns to pulp and we see it. Yeah, completely ruining the wedding. And then gets off scot-free. That was one thing I didn't like about this episode. I'm like, there wasn't even a line. Because, I, you know, we know from later episodes that, like, Allison and Cole become a very close duo. Yeah. In terms of that. Like, so, like, he goes to kill himself. Allison uh, stops him. And it's like, oh, they're a team now. And somehow after he this Somehow after... He, he somehow murdered a guy in front of everyone. And there were... There are no consequences. Yeah. Like, I, I think that was a moment where I wish there could have been, like, you know, one guy was like, oh, we should, you know, seize Cole. And then Allison's like, oh, no, like, he was defending me or something. Yeah. Like, obvious bullshit that everyone understands, but because she's the queen, they just go along with it yeah. kind of thing. I kind of was missing that beat. Yeah, I... Just, yeah, there should have been something. Because, yeah. like... I get there's, like, a ten-year gap and we can fill in something, but, like... It's a little, like, he didn't face anything for that? Because he went back to, I think that was King's Landing. Yeah. It was like, you you got on a boat. You went all the way back there and nobody did a thing? No, the wedding was at King's Landing, right? Oh, I think, yeah. yeah. So he just ran out to the to the, the Weirwood tree. Yeah, the Weir... Sorry. But yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, so he. 
Uh, but yeah, the wedding is done hastily instead of a big festive happy occasion where, like, everyone's actually pretty chill with the arrangement. But nope, because yeah. Kristen's got a personality now. Yep, he's got, he's got <laughs> jealousy, homophobia, <laughs> his gauntlet. <laughs> To like Thanos. Fine, so I'll do it myself. <laughs> Three to go. Yeah. <laughs> so after the, the ending, I love the ending shot of this episode. Do you remember that? It was that um, after they, they, you know, they const, or no, yeah. you know, they they finish the marriage, a little tiny thing with a macer and a few people. Yeah. Viserys is there, Rainey's Corliss, those guys. Yeah. And then Viserys has like, he falls. Like he has like a, a mild stroke or something. Oh, yeah. And he falls down, and the blood of where Joffrey, Joffrey's blood, a rat comes in and starts, like, licking it. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, visual metaphors? (laughs) What? Uh, Love that ending. I think for this episode, for this next episode, Mm -hmm. episode six, it'd probably be quickest and easiest to go plot line by plot line instead of checking back in. Yeah. The way we've been. Uh, mm-hmm. So, we'll start with the main uh, the main plot line for episode six of... The Princess and the Queen is the name. Yeah, the so it's going to be The Princess and, and the, the Queen. Queen. It's going to yeah. be Rhaenyra and Allison at post-time jump. Cause We're going to jump forward ten years. It's ten yeah. years in the future. So, yeah, so Rhaenyra has had... Uh, Three children now. We see you're giving birth to the third. We have Jaceris, Luceris, and the third one that was just born. Uh, who will be named Joffrey. Yep. Uh, and the queen and all three boys are very, very white. And don't even have a Lannister, or don't, don't even have Targaryen hair. They don't have the Targaryen hair. They don't have the darker skin tone of Lanor. Yeah. Like... They're not like they're, they're they're very strong boys, but they're not like Targaryens, you know. Like they're not visually Targaryens or anything. Yeah. They're, I mean, they are strong boys. They are strong boys. You know what's really funny? What? Uh, this this moment recontextualizes the original Game of Thrones. The seed is strong. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you think George had to have done that? <laughs> he was like, hmm, we should call them the Strongs. <laughs> The seed is strong. So, um, so sorry, yeah, the opening moment is Rhaenyra had just given this difficult birth to the baby. They had, yeah. We see them, like, cutting the umbilical cord and everything. And then a handmaid comes and it's like, oh, the queen wants to see you. Yeah. And the baby. So, basically, you know, Lanor isn't even there. <laughs> like, it's just Rhaenyra and the handmaids. And originally, like, oh, you should rest. And Rhaenyra's like, nah, fuck it. Like, I'm, yeah. like, and I'm gonna go up and see her. So she forces herself to... To go all like the way. walk up the stairs. It's a it's a fucking awesome like one like long continuous shot. Yeah. We see people. You see like other lords and people be like, oh, congratulations on the birth, miss. You know, it's a little yeah. subtle detail. They're looking at his head. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, wonderful. Like yeah, court gossip. Like, ooh, does he does he have the Targaryen hair? <laughs> little little things, little moments. And but yeah, so she brings up, she brings them up uh, the baby up. And Alicent is bitchy about it. Uh, yeah. Oh my God, but, she is high class. Yeah, Viserys, Viserys is like, oh, a new one, yeah, a baby, woo, 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 woo. 
What? What? Does he still have his arm at this point? He has one arm. Okay, he did lose his arm in the mm-hmm. before this episode. Yeah, the ten. I had thought I had thought he had both arms in this, and then like, oh, my dude just lost an arm in between episodes, <laughs> <laughs> like on the way no. to the funeral. It was oh, just like, no. oh, fuck. oh god damn it, it's just fallen. <laughs> they have to go back in the oceans, floating in the water. There it is. <laughs> but, <yeah>. Larish, <laughs> Lionel, can you get that for me, please, buddy? <laughs> So, yeah, he loses an arm, so he's, like, one-handing the baby. And he's like, oh, what a beautiful child. He has, you know, Lainor's there now. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you're no... He has your nose, Sir Lainor. Like, Viserys... Viserys is the only guy in the room who is not understanding that they're not. I mean, do you think he understands or no? I think it's... Okay, I think it's something kind of like how Lord Tywin views, like, the Joffrey incest, like, his... Twins. Yeah. I think deep down he knows it's true, yeah. but he's not because of Rhaenyra yeah. is his heir and the and the difficulties that would occur if yeah. he acknowledges it. He's yeah. like, no, 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 like they are like, yeah, you know, I'm the king. I say they're legitimate, so they're legitimate. Yeah, kind of thing. So yeah, so but yeah, that's going on, and then, uh, but yeah, uh, and Alicent says to Lenor, "Keep trying. Maybe one will look like you." Yeah, it's like, ugh. So one thing that, like, I feel like it's so, I feel it's intentional, obviously, but I feel like it's very brazen of, of, uh, in Rhaenyra to not pick a lover of the same race as her husband. Like, I feel like... Okay, yeah, let's get... Okay, I'm going to get into a bit about that. Because in the books... So in the book, Fire and Blood... Yeah. It's different... The hair colors of the Targaryens are different compared to the show. Yeah. And, you know, I think I think for visual reasons and everything, if it's a Targaryen in Game of Thrones or House of the Dragon, they all have silver hair. That's always yeah. what happens. In the books and, in in like, in the original material... There are black-haired Targaryens. Like, okay. Emma Emma Targaryen, Rhaenyra's mother, was yeah. black of hair, because yeah. with black of hair. Other, uh, or no, sorry, it was Rhaenys. Rhaenys was black of hair. Yeah. Like, there were Targaryens who were not illegitimate bastards, whatever, yeah. that had black hair. So I think that because of that, it becomes a little more subtle. I think the book is still very strongly like, it's no, not, these are strongs. I mean, bastards. it's not... It's not the hair that's as concerned. Okay, sorry. The additional right. thing is that the <laughs> is that the Valerians are not darker skin in the books. They are like they basically look like Targaryens, but they just are ocean Targaryens. Yeah. So I think that it, I don't think you could get a. I think because the show is, I don't think there'd be a single moment in this show where they're like, "Oh, I'm doing a racist." Yeah. I don't think that we'll ever acknowledge that. So I think that... And I feel um, like it keeps being... Like, they're not saying... It, like That keeps being... I don't think when people are saying just look at them in the show, they're they're caring so much about the hair. It's the it's the fact that the, the children are very clearly completely white. That's, yeah. So I think that's, yeah. that's an additional layer to it that makes it yeah. more obvious in the show. Yeah. Because in the books, it's like there's still... Rhaenyra's case of plausible deniability of, oh, I've had, like, cousins and 
you know, yeah. my aunt, my great aunt and cousin and stuff, yeah. they had black hair. So I think that and like, in the show it becomes much more of an obvious thing. I feel like Damon's children are almost supposed to be there to like to point out the abssurdity of everyone going along with it because it's the same exact genetic yeah, situation where it's a but, and you know. of like same family marrying same family and very different results. Yes. Yeah. So I think that is something that maybe episode eight goes more into. We'll see. So, with that in mind, I just wanted to bring up that I think those are, you know, I think it is a very good decision to, to have people of color and darker skin yeah. in the show. Oh, no, I, I'm, uh, in fact, well, no, I, I don't think I was phrasing, sorry, I didn't, I did not say that as in like, oh, you were denying that. I, I'm saying it as, I think this is a good decision. I think there are just things like that that come up that are like, oh, okay, like, this is going to come up because of the difference in the material. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think it makes her more brazen in a way where it's like, <laughs> Oh wow, she is just really reckless about this. Yeah, it's... three kids. Because Allison says, yeah. like you know, one is enough, but three. Yeah, three of them. So th- that's going on. So we can see that. Um, uh, but we cut to the. Tr- oh, sorry. Yeah, we'll focus on Allison and Rhaenyra for that. Yeah, part. and there. So, what else happens with them in this episode? Because then there's. So what's happening after we we get back to um, Rhaenyra and Allison? The next time we see them is at the council meeting, the small council. Yes. When Rhaenyra proposes, "Hey, Allison, like I know that we have had our differences between our families, we should unite them." Yeah, and this is the moment where I was unambiguously like, "Oh, Allison just fucking sucks," because it's oh. like. Rhaenyra gives the easiest, makes the most sense possible fucking, you know, end to their conflict. Ever. Yeah. It's like, if if Jaceris and Helena marry, that's it. Like, whatever, there might be still conflicts between other family members or stuff, but, like, that is still how things are going to go, you know? It's like, marrying the aunt to the nephew, I guess that's the way to go. Yeah. It's dumb, but it's like, you know, I saw that as, yeah, this is the way that could have ended, yeah. but Rhaenyra's, like, recently pregnant body betrays her, and she, like, you know, she has little milk stuff coming out. Yeah, she... And she that's like, oh, embarrassing, it. oh, woman. Yeah, it's, uh... That's like, the rest of the council sees it as, like, oh, it's embarrassing. See, I don't think that... I heard that moment very different than you did. Okay. So, I I mean... Because Allison goes like, Rhaenyra, and then like... So... She said... So, in that moment, yes. I don't think... I mean, I think, obviously, everyone could see it was happening. Mm -hmm. I do not think anyone else really cared until Allison went out of her way to to embarrass... uh, To embarrass Rhaenyra like that as a... As like a fuck you to the marriage offer. Yeah. Where it's it, like, it's, oh, we'll consider it. By the way, yeah. take a look at that. Uh, Beesbury yeah. shows up in this part, by the way. Did you notice him? Old Mr. Beesbury? I honestly do not know what Beesbury looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Close your eyes. I thought he had a beard, but he I didn't. That's why I thought that he died between. Because like, hey, the maester doesn't have a beard anymore. 
This is Lord Beesberry. That's Beesberry. That's my boy, Lord Beesberry. Oh, he's Lord. He's not a maester. He, uh, yeah, Lord Lyman Beesberry. Okay. So Lord Lyman Beesberry, he is in this scene, and he's he ha he only has a little bit of dementia. <laughs> he's ma he's uh, master of coin, and he basically be uh, they move on to topics, and he brings up the old topic where he's like, "Well, I think the Blackwoods have the better claim," <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, well, we'll move on to something else now, man." Oh fuck, that's, that's from him. like episodes ago, isn't that's that? episode six? Oh, oh that's in episode oh, okay. six. So I think it's in but this. What, count <laughs> What if he were just bringing up conflicts from, like, episodes ago? <laughs> like, episode <laughs> two? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but we Damon's... need to get on this crabby, the guy. <laughs> oh, man. Is, has Damon been punished for his air of a day comment? <laughs> What's going on there? Has Jaceris chosen who will be heir? Will it be Viserys or Rhaenys? <laughs> See if you can drag that in. <laughs> All right. Then it starts going the other way. It's like, well, what are we going to do about Robert's rebellion? <laughs> Ares, will we take him down? So what I was going to say is um, the Helena Gisaris, uh marriage pact, right? J yeah. I think it's Gisaris, yeah. So then, yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. So the marriage pact thing, what I was annoyed by is that after this scene, this is relating to the, you know, right after the scene, we see Allison and Viserys talking. And Viserys yeah. is like, hey, isn't that perfect? Like, uniting the house is great. And then Allison goes, oh, you stupid oaf or something. We know that, yeah. you know, uh, Viserys is a bastard and everything. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, okay. Or, like, he doesn't, or he's like, oh, no, but he just doesn't. It's like, careful about the accusations you make. Yeah. These would shake the... He's like, how could yeah. you do this? And I'm like... I'm like, okay, Viserys, yeah, you bend for your daughter, that's good. But, like, my dude, you were the king. Yeah. <laughs> you got the crown, my man. Yeah. Like, Gisera, like Viserys, Al you don't need Allison's permission. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> dude, oh, my dude, these are your children. You these are the are king. These are your kids. You are the king, my man. Yeah. That was one of the things where I think, like, Viserys, it's like, Tywin Lannister would not think of a second to do that if it meant reuniting the house and stuff, you yeah. know? Because Tywin Lannister is a fucking dick. He doesn't care what his yeah. family thinks. Yeah. But Viserys cares too much about his family yeah. to the point where it's going to get people killed, yeah. you know? It's like, dude, like, you could have done that. <laughs> yeah, I remember... Caring too much about your family, you'll do that. I remember, my dad showed up to a Little League game once, and then we, you know, we killed an entire group of cousins. <laughs> <laughs> it was all over afterwards. Yeah. You go to meet him, like, I'm like, Viserys, like, my dude, you are the king. Like, the fact he doesn't want to anger his wife, Allison, leads to bad things happening. Yeah. Where it's like, ah, you're so close, dude. Okay, so now we do have to leave, leave this plot for a little while so we can talk about uh, Sorry, little Harwin. Side, oh. Yeah, a little side note though. Rhaenyra now has a seat at the small council. Yeah. That's a little, okay. As does Allison. Allison somehow got a seat. Oh, yeah. I like I wrote down in my notes. The serious feminist question mark? 
Man, damn, Viserys, you let you let two women on your small council. I can't believe our political group just got political. <laughs> How could they? <laughs> okay, yeah. So let's get into um the the strong stuff. Or so we, do we want to focus on? Uh, we we should focus on. We need the to layers. talk. We need to talk about Harwin and. Yeah, the, the and Kristen for a while to get to get back up to where we could proceed with the. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe this wasn't a more efficient. Because <laughs> now it's like we're doing doing it, it doing it. So I think, um, yeah, I think I think it's easier just to go by like yeah. the episode. <laughs> okay, but yeah, so uh, Harwin and Harwin, uh, the actual father of the children, like mm-hmm. he's. Harwin Strong. Yeah. Big dad energy. So yeah. I was very sad when you're like, I love this Harwin Strong guy. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's great. So, uh, uh, Allison gives her jerking off son a, uh, uh, jerking off the window. Yeah. Uh, a little lesson in being like, hey, hey, your, your cousins are coming for you. Well, what, what happens is, I think let's go a little chronologically now. So what's happening is that after the shot of uh, the opening thing, we get in the dragon pit. Yeah. And they're, you know, the boys, Lucerus and Jaharis and all the kids, all the kids, they're training their dragons. Yeah. So we see that, you know, the Jaharis is trying to train his dragon more, which is, uh, I wrote it down, <laughs> Vermax. He's like, Jahar, you know. Boom! Dracaris Vermax. So he trains the dragon, and then aim. It's revealed that Aemond is the yeah. only kid who doesn't have a dragon. So they they fuck with him and give him the pink dread. Yes, it's a pink, a pink, pink dread. wings. Honestly, he should have been happy. Pink dread for the <laughs> win. If Aemond had just learned to appreciate what he wanted, I'm sure that when he grows into that fucking bitmoji looking guy, he things would have gone differently. He'd have Vagar, Vagar, pink dread. Pink, pink, pink both yeah. very powerful for the cause. <laughs> so what, what if that's what Otto just told Allison? Allison, your son, you fucking, <laughs> your son is a fucking idiot. Do you not understand the mistake he's made? He gave up the pink dread. Yeah, the pink dread is now Joffrey's. How could you have done this? That was the key to all of this. <laughs> How could you have done this? Okay, so. Okay, so after Aemon gets made fun of, Aemon ventures deeper in the dragon pit, and we see a dragon in there that breathes fire. Yeah. We don't know what dragon that is, but it's one of them. They're in there. Um, so then, immediately after that scene, we have Allison like, bursting into Aegon, jacking off the window, and being like, how could you do that to your only brother? You yeah. know, Jaehaerys, Al- Rhaenyra's son, Jaehaerys, he is the heir to the throne after her. You gotta, like, oh, he's gonna kill you. You gotta watch out. I gotta be like, also, it's distracting. How how much, how much Aegon looks like the kid from Stranger Things. <laughs> just, he looks like the Stranger Things kid so much. Just in a white wig. Yeah. God. It's just like, oh God. <laughs> Uh, so what ha- so what's going on is that after this whole moment, after this touching moment, the um 
We get. We I cut. thought he was gonna return to the window at the end. Of the scene. <laughs> he goes, oh, God damn it. <laughs> I wasn't done. <laughs> so what's happening afterwards is that um, we get to the trading yard, and Viserys is in his little chair, and he's like, "This is great. We're connecting the children. They're gonna love each other now. Bonds given." And then Lionel is like, "Yeah, dude." Yeah, yeah. and so Kristen is like. Uh, takes aside Aegon and Aemon and is Aegon oh, and God. Aemon. Yeah, he is like, hey Aegon, here's how to press the attack. And like trains and shows off a bit. Uh, and then, then he's like, like, what about all your pupils? Gesturing towards his sons. And so Kristen is like, okay, you two beat the shit out of those two. <laughs> so Aegon just like destroys Jaceris. Because <laughs> Aegon is like, I don't know, 14-ish, 15? Yeah. A the teenager, is, like, and Jaceris is like 10. Jaceris isn't doing, like, bad. Like, honestly... Compared to his size, he's yeah, doing okay. Honestly, like, if I were Aegon and it were that hard to take <laughs> out a 10-year-old, I would be reflecting a lot. <laughs> I'd be reflecting in that window that night. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's go... So, they, you know... So then, uh, but then Chris like, and Cole is like, oh, well... Man, Harwin, you really care about those two boys. And so Harwin just beats the shit out uh, of him. How could you do, like, insinuate that it's yeah. his sons? He gets the shit beat out. Immediately, Harwin has consequences for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Harwin has to step down from city from, from the, the head of the Queen's Guard or, city or watch. the City Watch. From head of the City Watch and has to like, leave. Leave the back city. to Heron. Or what happens is that he steps down. And then Lionel and Harwin have a conversation where Lionel is like, you gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, yeah. like, if shit goes south, you're my heir, dude. Yeah. So then Lionel... So I will take you home. I'll take you home to Harrenhal, where nothing bad has happened ever. Where my twink son with the cane will surely not, for some reason, betray us very cavalierly. <laughs> yeah. So there's a moment where Lionel is trying to resign from Hand of the King to Viserys yeah. because of the, you know, his son is yeah. banging the princess. And Viserys is like, what's your reasoning? And he goes, well, I can't say. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, can, I see Alice in this moment being like, say it. <laughs> say yeah. it. Say it. Say it, you fucker. Like, it's the... Yeah. Ah! Like, yeah. Allison's kind of going nuts and he's like, no, I won't do it. So Viserys is like, denied. Stay with me. You can transport your son, though. Mm -hmm. So we have that moment where, you know, the two of them go back to Hall, And then Allison has become really close with the twink, twink with the cane. Yeah, Laris. Mm -hmm. Good old Laris Strong, who's and, like, hmm, perhaps we have, uh, perhaps we can, I can help you with this. And so, to gain favor with Allison, he cold-bloodedly <laughs> arranges for the murder of his of his brother and father. In a fire. In yeah. a fire. It's pretty, it's really cool how, or like, it's super interesting how he does it because he takes prisoners on death row, mm -hmm. cuts their tongues off and is like, hey dudes, you don't want to die? Do this for me. Yeah. And he puts a little pin up on it. So that, well afterwards though what's interesting is Allison didn't want him to do that. Because <laughs> yeah. he's like, because he's like, hey Allison, do you want me to help you out with anything? And she goes, oh, maybe at some point. And he goes, can do gonna commit regicide or commit uh, i think allison was like allison doesn't want to take doesn't want to take responsibility for it but it was very much a will anyone rid me of this meddlesome priest moment <laughs> i guess yeah. 
So, Laris kills the kills him, and Allison goes, okay. And then episode end. Boom. Yeah. Episode six. Oh, oh, we need to talk about the the aim and. Or the Damon plot line. Uh, oh, yeah. So, Damon and da- his It's wife, hard to remember because Damon is separate than everything else. Because Damon but, is in Pentos. But his plot line does heavily rely on the setup for this next episode. Yes. So, his subplot is that he and his wife are actually pretty happily married. Uh, Surprising. Yeah. He Second and, time's the charm. He and Lena are just like, they've had two kids. Two kids. They're in Pentos. They're showing off their dragons. Because Le- Lena has uh She's pregnant. And, yeah. Vagar. And she's pregnant with her... Uh, with her third kid. Yeah, and then it's like, as she's giving birth, uh, it goes bad. And I they keep this ambiguous. But my impression was that when handed the same decision that, uh, that Viserys had to make in episode one, mm-hmm. he chose his wife over the child, and then she killed herself out of grief. I did read it more that way. Yeah. Like, they keep it vague what his decision was, but he's, you know, given the decision of you can either save the child or, or save your wife. Mm-hmm. And, like, she... I'm pretty sure he chose her, and mm-hmm. then she she killed herself. Yeah, because I, I think yeah. what... I can see something like that. Because she mentions early in the episode, I don't want to die in, like, childbirth i want to die like a dragon warrior's death Mm -hmm. so that's why she does what she does when she kind of maybe like you know because the maesters don't fully know they're medieval so maybe there's something in her that was like i'm gonna die anyways here so then she goes out on the beach and commands vagar to burn her alive yeah and this is kind of the first moment where we see that and i think it's a dumb take that some people have that oh, the dragons are, like, complete slaves to their owners or something? Because yeah. they're not. <laughs> they're, they're like, it's yeah. more like riding, a like, an animal. Mm-hmm. They're not, like, oh, I am perfectly in tune. Because yeah. you can tell Vagar doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Where she's like, you know, Drakaris, Vagar, Drakaris. And Vagar's like, mm, I don't want to do it. Seems pretty weird, dude. Seems kind of weird, Visenya, right? Have you, That's thought about, you? have you thought about therapy? <laughs> Visenya, are we gonna conquer the Dornish? <laughs> Is that a Dornishman? <laughs> so then she bur- eventually burns her alive, and yeah, there's a weird, there's a few weird deleted scenes in the show so far. Oh. One of them is we don't see Viser. Uh, there was a scene shot of Viserys and Allison getting married, but I guess like you know we already get a wedding in episode five. Okay, yeah, like that's a whatever thing. But in the next, in this episode, there was a deleted scene where Damon like kind of consoles his kids more. And that was cut. I mean, we see that bit in, like, the montage at the end. He kind of just walks away. <laughs> like, he doesn't look very positive in that shot. Yeah. Where he just kind of looks at him and goes, oh, and just, like, walks out. It's like, oh, but yeah, he, like, he, he watches her burn alive and he, like, he cries. Yeah. Like, he isn't happy about his wife's death. Yeah, because he was... He, Character he was, himself. Yeah, he was... <laughs> he went from killing his wife in the last episode to being sad about this. this yeah. Time. All right, now so we're on to... Come down to Pentos. Because there's these things where, you know, Bay, you know, Bela says, like, hey, you're not going to stay here in Pentos. Like, we're not going to be pawns to these guys. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, so now uh, we... Yeah, we're on. now on episode seven. Yeah. Driftmark. Which- God, it's so good. Yeah, it's think, so small scale. I love it so much. I okay. I think 
Of the seven so far, yeah, Driftmark's my favorite one. Yes. Uh, so, they're there for her funeral. For, yeah, Lena's funeral, and it's done the old-fashioned Valerian way, which I think was interesting, kind of reminds me of, like, Greek-Roman stuff, where they have, like, they, a stone casket. And they hawk her into the ocean. Whoosh, throw her into the sea. And uh, Corliss's brother, I don't remember his name off the top of my head. Who's a priest. He's so. a priest, yeah. Corliss's brother's a priest. Has this, you know, this... Speaking in Valerian, the speech about, oh, the sea will return to the sea, mm-hmm. everything. He kind of gives little digs at Rhaenyra's children. Yeah. Where he looks at them and he's like, the seed of Valerian is strong. And he's like, and he looks at like, you know, there's like yeah. Damon's daughters and then looks at them. And it's like, oh God, he knows too. Yeah. Oh, also Otto's back. He's the, he's, he's the hand of the king again. Because, oops. <laughs> if Harwin's, you know. Uh, Lionel's dead. I guess he's now on his back. So yeah, a couple things happened at the funeral. Uh, One, um, so Eamon, so uh, Aegon gets like really drunk and is like, I'm going to go try and fuck a waitress. Yeah. Or Or it's a a serving maiden. Yeah. Serving maid. Well, he's fucking the wait staff at Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> Unlimited cheddar biscuits. Uh, but yeah, and do you think they have high windows at that Red Lobster? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the uh, there's a whole little thing between Aegon and Aemond where Aegon is like, "Oh, do I have to marry Helena?" Mm-hmm. And then Helena's like doing her little bug thing, and she gives a. Oh, um, last episode, Helena gave a prophecy that, oh, Aemon's going to have to close an eye to get a dragon. And he loses an eye directly after getting a dragon in this episode. So, And uh, there's another Helena prophecy she says here, where she says, um, Hand turns loom, spool of green, spool of black, dragons of flesh, weaving dragons of thread. So I don't think that's so far that hasn't been a direct, like, thing. I think that's more of just, hey, like, these families are intertwining. Yeah. And having difficulties kind of thing. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, so, uh, after Aegon gets really drunk, um, Otto, like, picks him up and, like, gives him a granddad roughing up, <laughs> where he's like, oh, yeah. get to bed, you're being bad. Yeah, and uh, meanwhile, uh, Corliss is doing the same for his gay son being grief-stricken. Yeah, he's like, he looks at his, uh, at Lanor's friend and is like, Retrieve your patron. It's like, oh god, like all this, all this tense stuff is happening. Like Viserys is there, and he sees Damon, and he's like, "Hey, Damon, come back to court with me." And Damon's like, "Nah, I'm good. Yeah. Not doing it." Oh, this... which then, yeah. Remember what happens when Viserys leaves? No. You do. You didn't pick up on that. What? What happens? Oh shit! Oh god, that's important. Just okay. say it, okay. Brandon. I'll, okay. I'll tell you so, if I picked up on Okay, so when Viserys is leaving the, the funeral for the night, he look, you know, he's talking with some people, and Allison's like, oh, husband, you know, are you doing okay? And he looks at her, and he says, I'm going to bed, Emma. I did not pick up on that. That's why you, you texted me, I'm going to bed, Emma. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's like, oh, shit. Like, Viserys, it's not just his body. Yeah. Uh, like, he's kind of having some form of dementia now. Right? Uh, like, and everyone's like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. like kind of thing where it's like, uh-oh, grandpa's slipping. Yeah. 
Oh, there's also this amazing, this scene that I really like, and this was the moment where I texted Brandon that, oh, wow, there's a real level up after the time jump. Yeah. Corliss is consoling one of the, uh, is consoling one of the strong children. Oh, yeah. And. Oh, it's, uh, Luceris. Luceris. And. The middle child. And this is the only time I think I can remember a child actually getting to be a child on the show. Because yeah. George R. R. Martin children are adults that are short. Uh, and, but, like, because he's, like, talking about how, you know, one day all of this will be yours. Yeah, and look, Jocerus will get the crown, you will get Driftmark, my grandson. And he goes, but I don't want it. And he's like, why? Because all of you will have to be dead for me to get it. And it's like, oh, and like, Corliss looks like fucking shook at that. He's like, like oh, sh- yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, I've, never, I've never thought about hereditary monarchy like that. Jeez. It's funny because he's so big about a legacy thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. But he's not, yeah. but he doesn't do that. <laughs> he's just like, like, I don't, that's obviously not the first time Corliss has thought about the fact that it works like that, but like, it's, yeah. I, it, I, Sorry, the actor that... portrays it so well the moment of just getting like of like you know it's the the cold hard truth of it and the fact it is getting like thrown in his face and like the fact that it's children is like it's yeah. uh, it's a great moment it's a lot it's I, I forgot to mention the nice moment back in the last episode that's going on where it's remember between Corliss and Rainey's when Rainey's is like, hey, you know, like, these aren't our grandson. You know, these aren't the kids. No, this happens in this episode. It does? Yeah. Because Corliss is poignantly not in that episode. I've been oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. I got that so, one. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, so, things are happening at this at this uh, procession. Yeah, uh, then uh, Damon and uh, Rhaenyra uh, have a little reconciliation, and Said go on a beach walk uh, as night as night's coming in and uh, and uh, Aemond hears Vagar off in the distance. Ooh, Vagar's here. This is where the speech happens, uh, where uh, that you're talking about, where where Rhaenyras is like, why are we giving Driftmark to to Lyceris, who's a bastard? She doesn't say that, but she's like. Yeah. Go, we now we should give Driftmark to Bayless children, true Valerian blood. Yeah, and she's, and he, and she's like, you know, your blood is not going to descend to the throne. And he's like, the world doesn't remember blood; it remembers names. Yeah. And so, uh, but yeah, then what happens is, uh, Aemon and Rhaenyra fuck, uh, which does Damon. Damon. Rhaenyra fuck. Amy is a 12 year old child. Matt Damon and Rhaenyra fuck. But, uh. So they fuck on the beach. Uh, and this. Oh God, I saw this Reductress headline, uh, which. Are you aware of Reductress? No, I don't know what that is. It's a website like the. Uh, it's like a more woman centric The Onion. Okay. And But they had this headline that was like. Uh, with a picture of the wedding from the end of this episode mm-hmm. uh, that said, 
Woman heavily against incest unless on HBO prestige show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, so yeah, they fucked. and Rhaenyra finally like, oh, you know, we're adults. Hey, yeah. bada bing, what's bang on the beach? And Aemon mounts uh, Vagar and rides oh, her. I love, ah, I love this shot because like, Vagar is about to like burn Aemon to death. Yeah. And Aemon like holds his ground and speaks Valerian. And I love the the visual that, um, or just the detail on Vagar's character design, mm-hmm. that she has all these fucking ropes around her at all yeah. times. Yeah. Because it's the only way to get up on her. Yeah. And you can tell these things are fucking ancient. Mm-hmm. So you know, Damon takes a like Aemon takes a while to get all the way up these ropes. Yeah. And gets on Vagar. And I really thought during this because one, I the close and I uh, prophecy and two. I use Twitter, so I've seen pictures of adult Eamon. I know he has an eye patch. Yeah. I really thought he was gonna, like, during this, uh, during this flight, just fucking boink his eye on on something. During just, like, his... the saddle, just like... <laughs> like, during his flight around High Tide, the massive tall castle, this A white bird subs- was gonna fl- No, this white substance emerges from the window. <laughs> ah, no! Vagar! <laughs> but I okay, visual I fucking love the flight. The that, flight is uh, this is the best flight has looked in in, in like this whole series. series. Yeah. Like I love that, you know, Aemon is holding I like said I fucking love like Vagar has holes in her wings. And I think I heard some behind the scenes describe her as like a B fifty two bomber. Or <laughs> it's like she yeah. takes a while to get up. Yeah. So she's like she's flying it's like she has like kinda like this grizzly, flappy neck. It's like I fucking love Vagar. So yeah. she flies into the air and whoosh, just spins. And Bayless children see that. Yeah. And then they wake um they wake Rhaenyra's kids up and they're like, Someone stole Vagar. Yeah, and then they go they go meet Eamon, uh down in like the tunnel. Yeah. And Amon's on a high. He, and he's like, like, "Oh my god, I have a fucking dragon you now." S- you stole our mother's dragon, and he's like, "I'm a piece of shit." And so, <laughs> like, like, "Fuck you, you damn bastards!" And one of the little girls goes up and punches him, and yeah. he punches right back. Oh no, she starts to shove him, and then he fucking knocks her. He punches. Oh, I thought it was. I have this. I mean, you. I. I watched it two days ago. You watched it yesterday, so you're, yeah. you're more fresh I on it. I specifically remember that she starts by, like, pushing him, and then he punches her. I, I just remember this really funny visual in my head of, like, it's like a shot. The other like, daughter, but the other she daughter punches She them. punches, it pans over to him taking the punch, then he punches, it pans over to her and knocks her to the ground. Yeah, that's the second daughter that yeah. does it. The it's first just, one just rubs that. I hate how funny it is. These, no. The fucked up thing is these kids are being trained for combat. Yeah. So, like, their punches look like they hurt. <laughs> but, yeah, so he's, like, threatening to kill uh, to kill uh, one of Rhaenyra's kids. Oh, yeah, uh, Jaceres. Yeah, with a rock. With a big-ass rock. And then Luce... Because Jaceres had a knife that he dropped. Lucerus yeah. grabs the knife and quickly slashes at him. Uh, there's a, some pocket sand as well. Yeah, pocket sand. Pocket sand. And then cuts his eye. Yeah. And he goes, ah! like blood yeah and at this moment the king's guard coming like what's going on here yeah and then like grab and like try to defuse the fight yeah and now and we get the uh then the scene that you yes. like so much where it's like 
uh, the three families involved, the three families involved, like the parents come in and they're arguing about what happened and. Oh, it's so tense. But uh, the kids argue realistically. They're all just talking over each other. Yeah, and like it's you know he's uh, aim and uh, it comes out that Aemon called the kids bastards. And yeah, and then that Viserys just fucking oh, strikes a nerve right at him. Yeah, Viserys is just like so upset. He's like, who the who's tell. Because yeah. the thing is that immediately, because he, he, Rhaenyra is significantly his favorite child. Yeah. So, like, I think it kind of immediately flicks a switch in his head from Aemon lost an eye. Oh, God. I did. I mean, it's hard to think in terms of. I did not think of it in terms of, oh, Rhaenyra's his older sister that he. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't think of it in that terms because one's a, a, a big and the other's yeah, one's a like small. An adult, but... Like you'd think it's more of an intergeneration thing, but they're still yeah. siblings. They're half siblings. Yeah, and then he. But re- like, and the then Aemon... immediately goes from like, "Oh my god, my kid got his eye cut out," to like, yeah. "What are you saying about these bad, like my grandchildren?" Yeah. And Amon. Amon makes the choice to not rat out his mom there. Yeah, and he says Aegon. <laughs> yeah, and then as Aegon's sputtering, uh, before he can grab out his mom, Allison comes in and what? That's not what happened. After he po- after uh, yeah, he points it to Aegon. No, Aemon a- points it to Aegon, and then Viserys gets up in Aegon's face. He's like, "Who told you these?" Yeah, and, and then, then Aegon before Aegon can no, grab Aegon, his mom out, what? no, Aegon says. Just look at them. No, no, I thought it was Allison. Says just no, look at them. it was Aegon. No, I thought Allison came in and was just like Allison comes in right afterwards. But no, Aegon is the one who says it. Is that Aegon? Aemon points to Aegon and Aegon, up to Aegon's face, yeah. and then he goes, "Where'd you hear these lies?" Mm-hmm. And then Aegon doesn't write out his mouth like you're saying. He just says, "Just look at them." Yeah. And then it's like, and then Viserys gets pissed off, and then all yeah. this, all the rest of the things happen. Yeah, and then Allison refused. Allison like says like we need one of those kids' eyes to make up. For yeah, them. she's like my son has lost, and your son has lost an eye because a written. Well, what happens is, if I remember right, after this moment, he goes, "We shall not speak of this again. Anybody who speaks of Rhaenyra's children being, you know, bastards, I will have their tongues." We're done. We're we're done with this. Yeah. And then Allison basically says, that's not sufficient. And yeah. at that part, I'm like, I mean, Allison's right. <laughs> I, I hate to say it. No, Al- Allison is crazy. Okay. Okay, here's the thing. All right. When she says take the eye out, yes. Not on her side. But I'm but I'm saying is the bigger thing is that Viserys should have made a decision there. And he didn't. He he abdicated. Like if one, if the, if your kid, if your grandkids got into a fight, and one of them lost an eye permanently, despite he who deserved it, he's a shit. But whoever started the fight, it's like, I think Viserys needed a decision there. He needed to be like, oh, Aemon's is, you know, oh, uh, Jaceris is. This is a punishment for him. You're no longer cupbearer for me. You're you're here. You're banished to King Dragonstone or something. Like something. Something. I mean, I think the 
He did. You can. You have to admit, he didn't make a decision. He just said, "Doing nothing is it. the decision." Like that's not a good decision. Amon was the instigator. Amon lost the eye. That's the punishment. The punishment has already happened. What the fuck else? He doesn't did he do? know that though. He, he wasn't does. there. He listened though. He did, he's siding with the with the version of the story where Amon instigated. He heard that version and he sided he with it. He heard that and he did that. But I'm just like... My man Viserys doesn't make bad choices. You stop. Okay, if he doesn't make a choice, that's no bad choice is that. But no choice he, is a bad choice. He's all, he's good choice Viserys. That's what they call him on the streets. He makes two good choices. The rest of his choices are no choices. <laughs> a passive choice is not the same thing as a no choice. He's not making a damn choice. He did. He did. He said, last episode, he said, hey, Helena and Viserys, let's get them married. That'd be great. Allison says no. And Viserys meekly removes his decision there. <laughs> Listen, marriage is between equals. And that's the only way that can work, honestly. He's just, he made the choice of feminism in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> Girl boss warlords. <laughs> This is the decision to make. God, all right. So, okay, so then Allison goes, yeah, Allison goes fucking crazy. And then goes like, Sir Kristen, get me Lucerus's eye. And Kristen gets a third personality trait. He's got, you know, we've got jealousy, we've uh-huh. got homophobia, we've got will not cut out a child's eye. Wow. <laughs> the bar is Would he cut out a gay ground. child's eye? <laughs> No <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but so, so he's like uh i'm not gonna she's like that. you are sworn to me and he's like uh, i'm sworn to protect you <laughs> but like i'm not gonna cut i'm not gonna do that so then Just allison keep... steals a knife off of someone Whoosh. and like is charging at the child rhaenyra stops her but she cuts rhaenyra's cuts wrists during that and rhaenyra has something of now they see you as you are yeah and then they uh yeah she cuts Rhaenyra's wrist. Thankfully, Rhaenyra's okay. Yeah. And then that's like this big conflict. And then, boom, after this huge blowout, Otto comes to Allison. He's like, good job! Yeah. <laughs> like, Allison is so sure that she just blew that. That, like... Yeah. And Otto's like, actually, the, the, like, it, it wasn't the best it could have been, but it's pretty good. <laughs> God... See, Otto is a supportive father. <laughs> Otto sees this as an absolute win. Yeah. <laughs> I see my daughter out there trying her best. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not sorry, here. The, to... the situation is diffused a bit when Eamon says, "It's okay, mother. You know, I I gained a dragon. That's what matters." Yeah, but yeah. So, so then like... the, Otto's more pleased with, "Hey, Allison, you know, you got the skin in the game, girl. Yeah, and we got also, a dragon." He's like, "Yo, we got Vagar." Yeah. Huge W. Yeah. Like, Vagar is significantly the biggest dragon alive. Yeah. Like, after Balerion died, it's all Vagar. Um, but, yeah, so then... Just moment. And then we have the... Um, uh, so, yeah. final plot point of the episode. Mm-hmm. Rhaenyra and Daemon. Yeah, Rhaenyra and Daemon are like, Hey! I like fucking you. Why don't we get married? And get married, but oh, Sir Lainor's in the picture. Well, just we'll pay a guy to kill him. Well, they do pay a guy to kill him. Well, what happens? They pay his lover to kill him. What they do is, um, mm-hmm. 
So this was the interesting moment, right? Yeah. When I first watched this, mm-hmm. I came with a different perspective versus the second time. The first time I watched this, I was like, okay, you see Damon's dialogue. It says things like, set Lenor free. Or like, set, you know, let's get Lenor out of this. He's not meant for the situation. All this lining things. And then Rhaenyra's like, oh, well, you know, it's better, you know, tyrants and fear and everything. Even though we didn't really do it, tyrants and everything. Yeah. So what happens is Damon gives money to his lo- to Lenor's lover mm-hmm. to pretend to kill him. Huh? Oh, did you miss that? I thought he was just straight up dead. Did you see the end of the episode? He had a hood on. I couldn't see his hair. But that was his, that that was Lenor. They they made, yes. Oh, that's that's good. That's good. He's not dead. That's that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What happens is, it's a big reveal. So. Okay, the so color grading is bad. Oh, yeah. I can't I will see agree. things. Okay, the color grading is very bad in this episode because they did a lot of day for night, and I don't like it. So that that doesn't matter. That is the thing where it's like that ruined the plot point thing for you at the end. So the the the, the you know the big speech. You think that Lainor is going to die, that his lover is going to kill him and then flee across the sea. Yeah. And there's a moment where you see Damon kill a guy, throw yeah. him in the fireplace. That's why you killed that guy. Yeah, he killed I, the guy. I thought that was just like, is that like yeah, a Yeah, so when we first see, to, when we yeah. first think that's happening is that, oh, Lanor's lover is killing Lanor in front of everyone, public yeah. display, late, you know, Lanor's dead, he throws him in the fireplace, and then he flees across the sea. Mm-hmm. What actually happened is Damon paid for the lover to fake Lanor's death, so he killed some random guardsmen and threw him in the fireplace so nobody could recognize it wasn't Lanor mm. at the end. So the final shot we see is them going, is basically like, there's a boat in the dead of night, guy has a hood on, and it's his lover in the boat, and then the guy takes his hood off, and it's Lenor who's cut his silver hair off. That's, I, I, without the hair, I couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, it's Lenor. It's dark out. <laughs> so that, that is, that is the important, um, but yeah, so. Color grading fucked up that part, I guess, for 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 Barrett at least. I I thought uh, I don't know. I thought they were like holding on. I thought it was weird how long they were holding on that scene, and I was like, are they? It, Who's in the boat? <laughs> is Damon about to just like get that guy killed as like a loose end tie up? But like, no, it's uh, like but, I thought it was gonna be like the guy who brought Sansa onto Littlefinger's boat and just gets fucking shot to shit. Yeah. Shit, is Damon becoming a good dude now? Okay, so Rhaenyra and Damon get married. Yeah. They have a kiss. On the water. Boom. Lanor, right there. Boom. There he is. Oh, yeah, that is him. That is Lanor. So that's an interesting thing, because that's a change from the book. Lanor just straight up dies in the book? Lanor's straight up dead in the book. Ah. That you know of. Yeah. So the whole, the interesting thing there is that, yeah, so they, they faked, Rhaenyra and Damon paid the lover... Yeah. To basically pretend that Lanor was dead. Yeah. And then send him across. Because for Lanor, for Rhaenyra and Damon, it's like the fear of maybe they killed Lanor. Yeah. That kind of scares people into like, you know, being more fearful of them and like thinking yeah. they're stronger and powerful. Yeah. So what the interesting thing is that I think this is a good change from the book. Because someone gets a happy ending. Lanor and his lover are just yeah. hanging around Essos now. It doing their thing. Makes Rhaenyra less of a heel. 
at this point in things. That's so. what I'm gonna say. That's what's gonna say is that yeah. when I first watched this, I thought it. I thought the insinuation was that Rhaenyra wanted Lador dead, but Damon secretly like yeah. kept him alive. Mm-hmm. When I ro- watched it the second time, I think it's very clear to me. Both of them know that. So Lando you were just like Damon was like, I'm gonna be a good guy this time. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, Damon, good guy, huh? But no, instead they're both like, it's what Damon's whole thing is, is that even you know like things about oh sleeping with Rhaenyra and other things like even if he didn't do it, he yeah. still says he did yeah. to try to improve like oh his fame and everything. Yeah. So yeah, that's the end of the episode. Is Lanor is alive, and that is a change from the book because the book just says oh Lanor's lover killed him. Shrug. Yeah. So, as far as we know, that's probably the last we'll see of Sir Lanor yeah. in the show that I know of. Because like I said, in the book, I don't think he's showing up later. What if just Beesbury disappears and Lanor shows up, but just everyone calls him Beesbury? What's up, Beesbury? <laughs> yes! <laughs> Beesbury for life. Alright, so, anything else we need to discuss about the episodes? Um... I'm interested in, so, yeah, that, okay, now that Lanor's alive, but he's not, like I said, he's not really going to matter, he's gone. He's not in the book yeah. after this. So, that is an interesting question about, like, can his dragon Silverwing bond with a new rider if he's still alive? We'll see. Yeah. So, with that in mind, Barrett, we have three episodes left in the show. We have eight, nine, and ten. Yeah. Where, give me some predictions. Where do you think things are going to be going from here? Oh, uh, Rhaenyra and Damon marry in like an old Valyrian style. Yeah, I mentioned that. That's like the li- on Dragonstone. Mm-hmm. So now they're married together. Yeah. So, uh, so where I think these episodes are going to go? Uh, there is. Uh, I'll mention there is another time jump between seven and eight. Well, yeah, we got to get to Bitmoji guy. Yes, there, I I don't remember exactly seven years, something like that. Uh, but so I'm passing it. My guesses are going to be that. I think a significant portion of this cast does not belong for this world. Okay. I think... I hate to say it, I don't think Viserys is making it out of this season. I, my dude is in shambles. He's like a cartoon jalopy driving down the road. Pieces are falling off. Viserys season five is a brain in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so your prediction is Viserys will not last the season. Okay. I think there is a gay sex scene between Alicent and Rhaenyra by season's end. Okay. Uh, give me half points if they kiss. But, okay. Uh, and then third prediction... Jason Lannister finally does something. He's a ca- he's a regular cast member, and he's been in two episodes. He's got to do something big in these next three, otherwise he would just been recurring. Okay, interesting ideas. All right, I guess we'll see where where things go from here next time, folks. When we uh, next week's going to be House of the Dragon episodes eight through ten. Mm-hmm. So we'll see you next week for that. So. Ooh. House the Dragon. Woo! See you soon.